Welcome to Pleasant Grove Church, where Reverend Dr. Classy M. Preston is the pastor. A place where the Word of God impacts and transforms your life. Let's listen to a power-packed message already in progress. today I've been thinking long and hard like what will I say what will I share and so I just started thinking about what are some of the things that happen to me and I experience every day most of us have experienced zoom fatigue right with this this pandemic and COVID and we're, we're always on our computers so one particular day turn my computer on and I kept pressing control alt delete and for some reason the computer wasn't rebooting it wasn't starting up as fast as i wanted to because you know sometimes we struggle with a little bit of patience and so um something told me from that moment that it happened for a reason because then it happened two or three days afterwards so what i'd like to do is if i could ask you guys to walk with me for a moment through control alt delete when i start thinking about it i first looked at king james version of Galatians, the third chapter, the sixth verse, where it reads, even as Abraham believed God and it was accounted for him for righteousness. Right there, I saw Abraham as a prime example of faith. In the message, we're going to examine the life of Abraham as he walks through his journey to become who we know him as today as the father of faith. In our examination, we will reveal that Abraham learned a modern day computer term, which we've already talked about, and that function changed his entire destiny. We will explore how this computer command can be applied to our spiritual walk as believers. But like Abraham, so can we answer the call of God and fulfill our destiny of what he's created us to be. So let me just pause for a moment and make sure I'm just not speaking a foreign language. How many of us are familiar with that 
Command or Control Alt Delete simultaneously. Seems like everybody's had some experience with it. So with that, let's start by defining what control means. When I went to Webster's, I started thinking about you know, what it might mean and if it aligned with what I was thinking, and it did. And it simply means to exercise constraining or directing influence over something or someone, power or authority to guide or manage something or someone. As believers, we are called to relinquish control to Christ. First Peter 5 and 7 says, casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Makes me think about the patriarch Abraham. He had control issues, but we see as God deals with him on control issues, if we look at Genesis 12 and 1, where it says, Now the Lord said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, and into a land that I will show thee. See, at that time, God was telling Abraham to leave his family, leave his country, and go and do his will. So what we, as we journey through this journey with Abraham, maybe somewhere around 20, 25 years later, we're seeing how God has been dealing with, with Abraham and him relinquishing control. We finally learn when we see him again in Genesis 22, where the son he had prayed for Isaac, God told him to sacrifice. So I don't know about how many fathers in here who have a son if God or anybody told you to sacrifice your son, how many of you would be obedient and actually do it? This case, Abraham was ready to do it. So after journeying from his, his town, he went to where God had directed him to go. And when he got to that place, he went in and he built an, alt an altar after some time. He put wood up on that altar. Next, he was still hearing the voice of God telling him to sacrifice his son Isaac. So what he did is he tied his son to that wood and Abraham was ready to sacrifice his only son. Pulled out the knife and was ready to sacrifice his son. At that time, an angel from heaven, an angel from heaven spoke to him, called his name, Abraham, Abraham. Abraham responded and said, here I am. In that voice of that angel, he heard the angel telling him, do not hurt your son, because at this point, we realize that you were willing to sacrifice and obey God. At the last moment, at the last moment when Abraham was about to sacrifice Isaac, he also saw a ram in the bush by the thorns. And instead of sacrificing his son, he was able to sacrifice that ram in the bush. So how many of us struggle with re relinquishing control? I'll tell you a little bit about my story in relinquishing control. Um, I like probably many of us struggle with wanting to be a perfectionist. You know, you always want to get everything right. You don't sleep until you feel like you've crossed every I, dotted every T, and 
I learned that there's a balcony and a basement behavior to all of that, right? Yeah, you can work hard, people can look at you as being subject matter expert, all these things, but the basement to that is you become unbalanced. So I learned that about myself. And so as painful as it was, I realized that, man, I struggle with some control issues. And I wonder if God has been telling me to relinquish control over some things, might my situation have turned out a little bit different had I listened and heard exactly what he was trying to say to me. So hopefully what we see is Christians moving into my second key, which is alt. But sometimes we have to alter our lives. And when we alter our lives, we do so by laying our lives or laying ourselves on the altar. And so when I talk about alt and alter, distinct difference. Alter is alternative, changing some things in a small way. The altar, the altar, the A-L-T-A-R, is where we come and we sacrifice and we lay our burdens down for things to die, right? Romans 12, 2 tells us, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Anytime you are laying yourself on the altar or laying your problems on the altar, we should leave them there. We gotta have the faith to be obedient to God to know that he can Bring us through anything. And if we're going to bring it to the altar, let's be confident that we can just leave it there. So if I go back to my story of that being a perfectionist, in the moment of times, I found myself saying, okay, you don't have to be perfect. Okay, God, something's happening because this is not aligning and happening the way that I thought that it would. Right? So studying the word, hearing God's voice taught me that maybe... If you start altering a few things in the way that you want to make them happen, you'll be able to see God working inside of you, and then your outcome and your perspectives will be a little different. So then and only then, when I start realizing that everything doesn't have to go exactly the way I want it to, everything's not always going to be perfect, there is no perfect person, and there won't be perfect situations in everything that we do. And I had, to, I had to learn that. So what I would ask you today is, what in your life today do you need to bring to the altar and leave it there? What are you willing to sacrifice so that you can hear the voice of God and realize that by altering certain things in our lives can bring a meaningful change if we only allow it? This brings me to my third and final point, my third and final point, which is delete. What did Jesus do? He was the one and only who was deleted for you and I. Jesus is our example of control, alt, delete. For we see in Gethsemane in Matthew 26 and 39, and he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me, nevertheless, as I will, but as thy wilt. You can see Abraham struggled with control 
and said to the father, not my will, but thy will be done. When Abraham struggled with control, we could see that his thinking wasn't altered, his perspectives were not altered, and his resolve was not altered. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. And we know ultimately what happens. Christ dies for you and I. John 15, 13 reads, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man may lay down his life for his friends. Note, Abraham believed God and his mind was altered. And I'm going to share a final part of my story as we talk about delete. So it wasn't until I fell on my knees and I got in a couple situations where I was trying to process and make some things happen and it just didn't seem like the equation was working for me. My undergraduate degree is in management information systems, so I'm used to processes and you know making things work. You start on this end and you end up with an output. And for some reason, there were things happening in my life that I realized that unless I relinquish control, alter my thinking, and delete some things that did not need to be as important as I was making them to be, that things start change. At that point, that's when I start seeing personal growth. I start seeing spiritual growth. I start seeing professional growth. Because at that point, I wasn't leaning into my own understanding completely. I was letting God work through me. So I just want to ask a couple questions. Will you be like Abraham, who after applying principles of control, alt, delete, and as I said earlier, he was known as the father of faith, or will you be more like the ultimate example of Jesus Christ, who understood the principle of control, alt, delete, and still does today because he's present in our lives and he's present right here. He laid down his life to save all mankind. What are you willing to relinquish? As I start thinking about this, I put a challenge out there. It's Father's Day, but this is a message for everybody. Think about control, alt, delete. Is your ego bigger than life? If so, control it. Do you always have to be right? about everything, create arguments because somebody don't see things your way. If you do, I'd say alter that feeling. Do you suffer from being angry? You have a spirit of unforgiveness, you have hatred and malice in your heart. If so I'd say you might want to delete that. So that's just a challenge that I put out to all of us today. And I'll say, whatever it is, let it go. Maybe time for you to do your own control, alt, delete. As I take my seat, I found a poem that I thought was so appropriate for Father's Day and all of the fathers here, those that may be watching via the internet, and it's written by an unknown author, but it reads, what makes a dad? 
God took the strength of a mountain, the majesty of a tree, the warmth of a summer sun, the calm of a quiet sea, the generous soul of nature, the comforting arm of night, the wisdom of the ages, the power of the eagle's flight, the joy of a morning and spring, the faith of a mustard seed, the patience of eternity, the depth of a family need. Then he combined all of these qualities because he knew his masterpiece was complete. And so he called it dad. So fathers, remember, we don't always have to be big man, you know, with our muscles flexed. We don't have to always be right. Many of us have been told to show vulnerability as a sign of weakness. And so sometimes we forget that side of us and we don't learn to love. We don't learn to forgive. We don't learn to be vulnerable. So with that, we miss a lot. So my challenge to you today is determine what you need to let go and be the masterpiece that God created you to be. Have a wonderful and blessed Father's Day, and thank you for this time. Let's praise God again for that message from Dr. Wills. Thank you, sir. Such a timely message for today. And as we go forward, the doors of the church are open. Because I think there's a time for us to take note on the message today as far as control all the leading and rebooting ourselves, our spiritual selves. On today, you get a chance now to Hit that Control-Alt-Delete button just by doing the same three steps, admit, believe, and confess. If you can admit that you are a sinner on today, if you believe that Jesus Christ died and rose on that third day for your sins, and if you confess with your heart and mind and your mouth, that Lord is Lord of all. If you do that today, then you will be saved. But our brother London told us that you gotta let go of some things. You gotta let go of that ego, let go of that doubt, and just surrender yourselves to the Lord. So we're taking time out just to pause and let you make that choice today, not only for all those in the sanctuary, for those that are streaming online. Today is your day, especially for fathers. This is another chance for fathers to start fresh. All that you've been through this past year, maybe even through your whole life, you got a chance to make a new, start fresh, and surrender those things that have been keeping you down. Now it's time to be brand new in him, in his word, in his Holy Spirit, amen? So go on, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus right now. Jesus, come to Jesus. 